Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Murray Spice, Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets on Friday, we saw bond yields falling as markets speculated that the Fed has probably finished hiking, with the economic data on Friday encouraging that view. The US dollar was mixed, while equity sentiment rose. The S&P 500 closed up 1% on the day. In the currency markets, the US dollar index closed down 2% on the day, but as I said, uh, a mixed bag among the currencies. Dollar yen, slightly surprisingly, uh, did rise uh, from 139.07 up to 141.18, and the yen was the underperformer on the day, despite the Bank of Japan's tweaking of its monetary policy in a less accommodative direction. The Aussie dollar simply ranged between 66.23 and 66.85, and so did the Kiwi between 61.21 and 61.81. And the Aussie Kiwi cross did fall from 108.40 to 107.96. In the interest rate markets, US two-year Treasury yields net-net, not much change. Uh, they did fall initially from 4.9 down to 3, uh, 4.84, but then uh, rose back again. Well, the 10-year yield did fall overall from 4.03% to 3.95%. And markets currently price the Fed fund rate uh, to be only six basis points higher at the next meeting on the 21st of September. And Australian interest rates, they uh, largely follow those US moves. Uh, maybe more so, three government bond yields fell from 39 to 3.79% overall, and the 10-year yield fell from 41 to 3.98%. For the RBA meeting this week, markets don't have a lot priced in. They've only got six basis points, uh, although they do have another 20 priced in by March of next year. In the commodity markets, Brent crude oil rose 1% to $85, copper rose 1.1%, iron ore fell 3.4% to $110, and gold rose 0.7%. Now, a bit more on the data that we saw on Friday, uh, particularly in the US, it was noted by the market and it did contribute to that fall in bond yields. We had the personal income and expenditure report. The most important item within that for markets is the core PCE deflator, which is the inflation uh, variable of preference for the Fed. Um, That uh, came in at a 4.1% annual rate, from a previous reading of 4.6, and markets are expecting uh, it to slip down to 4.2. So beating expectations and falling, moving in the right direction, that'll be welcome news for the Fed. We also had the employment cost index for the second quarter indicator of wage inflation, and that was a little bit lighter than expected as well. Um, for the quarter, it gained 1% against an expectation of 1.1%, and the previous quarter was running at 1.2%. And finally, uh, of note for the markets in the US, inflation expectations, part of the consumer sentiment survey from the University of Michigan, uh, and expectations for the 5 to 10 year ahead period uh, fell from 3.1% to 3%. So again, welcome news for the Fed all around. On the day, what's out that could be market moving? Uh, we get a New Zealand business confidence, the monthly version, and in Australia we'll have inflation expectations. China focus will be on their official PMI readings, and the Eurozone will have GDP and CPI out. Uh, Nothing of note in the US. But looking ahead to the week, uh, what are the really big events for the markets? Uh, US payrolls on Friday, always a big one. Um, Also, uh, markets will be watching the manufacturing ISM survey. 
in the UK. Uh, the Bank of England will have their rate decision. At uh, one point not so long ago, markets were pricing in a 50 basis point hike. Uh, it's looking more like a 25 point hike now after a softer inflation reading recently. We also get the Bank of Japan minutes to add a bit more colour onto the recent uh, almost historical tweak of policy. And the RBA will be up on Tuesday to deliver its interest rate decision. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again at the same time tomorrow morning.